Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Hello, you're most welcome to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Adi Fred Max. Thank you for listening to the New Vision Podcast wherever you are across the globe. Now, this is a continuation of the Border Districts Management Conversation and... uh, in our previous episode, we had a conversation with the chairman, Chotera District, that is Patrick Chintu. And he told us how they are managing as local leaders and the community in Chotera District. Remember that some border districts are still under lockdown due to COVID-19. Now today, I am happy to host Jacob Semenyo. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be with you, Adi, and mm. to be with our listeners. Jacob Semenyo is the spokesperson, Ministry of Internal Affairs. We shall be having a conversation on issues such as border movements, managing movements at the airport, plus some other emerging issues. I would also like to thank the Democratic Governance Facility, that is DGF, in ensuring that there is a democratic process that builds citizen and state relationship. I understand we have so many border points. I think people actually don't know the numbers. We have 53 gazetted entry points. Okay, 53 and gazetted. This, these are the ones you've been hearing about the Motokula, Busia, Malaba, Elegu, Mondwe, mm. Mirama Hills. Mm. Those are gazetted. Gazetted mm. means that you go to, uh, to the Ministry of Justice mm. and you ask them to make these points mm. uh, uh, recognized uh, with a view that you are going to man them, you are going to build or put their structures which will be used and establish official points of entry. Mm. And when it becomes a point of entry, it means that it's not only the Ministry of Internal Affairs, Mm. it also includes other agencies to come on board. Mm. Now, uh, the one who has been in books and is now very active is the Minister of Health. We have uh, internal security, we have Uganda police, we have... uh, ESO, we have Uganda Revenue Authority, we all come together and ensure that we facilitate movement of persons. Mm. So those 53 are the ones which are gazetted, Mm. but we have, we had recognized, not really recognized, but identifying 103 points Mm. uh, which were porous, but we needed uh, patro uh, before COVID. Okay. But when COVID came, because mm. Uganda was doing much more, and mm. the neighbors in around us from Tanzania, from Kenya, from Congo, wished that they come to Uganda, but there was a lockdown. So they started using points which are uh, not uh, really manned, mm. but they can easily cross. So we identified 336 during COVID and uh, we worked together with UPDF and Uganda police Mm. uh, plus the local leaders in those different points around the country Mm. to ensure that we patrol Mm -hmm. and then there is communication among the locals, Mm. the registering citizens, uh, the local local leaders were registering their people Mm. so that if any person who you don't know comes in or anyone who sneaks and goes to the neighboring country, mm. he's identified and taken to the quarantine. And on Lake Albert, mm. we managed to identify uh, 62 uh, points which were being That's used as landing sites. Mm. Yes, because the landing sites doubles then as an entry point. Mm. And we worked with the local leaders, Uganda People's Defense Forces, as well as UPD, Uganda 
police mm. to ensure that we identify, sensitize, and close mm. those entry points. As I talk now, mm. I think we had closed the 61 out of 62, I think. Wow. I wow. Th so that, that was tremendous. Of course, it came with other challenges that the people mm. needed to find other places where to settle. Mm. And uh, we some points, uh, some landing sites mm. had a higher influx than others, I think, because of the services. Mm. If anybody leaves a, a landing site, then goes to one which is more developed. So it brought in strains, security issues, but we have dealt with them as a joint force. Now, Jacob, as you continue, you'll also get to talk about the issues of the congestions around the border. Has this been managed? Do we now have free flow movement? You know, we had instructions uh, to clear only truck drivers. Yes. Uh, so the situation has been improving mm. from the time when we had the uh, truck drivers demonstrating that the services and amenities mm. in places where we said that they would park which are different from those where they used to park. They said that they were not adequate, but mm. we moved around and found they were adequate, but mm. people had their own uh, issues. Mm. They had things that they would trade alongside the ferrying of mm. merchandise, yes. uh, which were not reaching their destination, and people thought that they needed to defeat government on, real, on changing the location of the points where they can rest from mm. uh, so that people can go back to their normal business. As we talk now, mm. traffic is very smooth and okay. uh, we have now uh, struck the first 4,000 entries since we entered this COVID period. Okay. Um, yesterday we had uh, 4,099 trucks crossing, entering and leaving wow. uh, the country and that that that, that for, for Chogam is, is record time, mm -hmm. meaning that we are uh, slowly going back, back to the to new normal. normal. Mm. And uh, that is, of course, a great thing. We have Ugandans who are returning. Mm. They are returning from different locations. And the latest was when we got an announcement from the Minister of Foreign Affairs mm. that we would have Ugandans returning from uh, Ottawa, others from Washington, D.C., mm. and some from uh, Qatar. Mm. Of course, they returned. Uh, the unfortunate bit was those flights almost arrived at the same time. Oh. And they had quite many people at Entebbe. They found us uh, not very well prepared. I especially think that's where the issue of uh, social distancing thing the, came uh, in. Social distancing mm. in... Mm. Uh, in the baggage area, mm. it became an issue, and I think uh, we're using one scanner and you see to get the baggage all of area, them get people, out. People are always restless. Everyone yes, wants people to are already restless. And, uh, yeah. But the person who wrote uh, uh, to the ministry, mm. uh, to the ministry's response, Minister of Health, Minister of Foreign Affairs, and Supervision Authority, mm. uh, seemed to even indicate that he does not know, but most likely he expects uh, to pay some money before he gets back his passport. Mm. I think that is a, a speculatory. Mm. We do not ask any money to anyone who is coming to pick his passport. That's true. And uh, we have been announcing and calling people who were traveling and went to quarantine to come for their passport. The mm. procedure for getting your passport back is easy. It has been uh, changed mm. uh, to make it easier for travelers to get their passports back early. Once you are released from the, discharged from the quarantine, mm. previously we would request you to wait to have a self-quarantine of 14 more days. Mm. Uh, but now, once you are discharged, 
you come to internal affairs and we give you a passport. The reason is because some people complained and they said, if I am going to Arua for self-quarantine, mm -hmm. how can I come back just to pick my passport? Why mm -hmm. don't you give me my passport? And we said, well, once people have been discharged, they can come and pick their passports. As I talk now, mm -hmm. there are people getting their passports from our office. We had other Ugandans okay. and other people from outside mm. who were stranded. Some were residents and they are also returning. So we have positioned ourselves to be able to clear them mm. and uh, we are doing that very ably as the mm. Minister of Internal Affairs. And also observing uh, the standard operating procedures. Observing the standard operating procedures. Mm. In places where we've been having services going on like borders, mm. we have strengthened our standard operating procedures, mm. issued standard operating procedures to every point we have also supplied the necessary utensils mm. our staff have gloves they have masks they have uh, they have sanitizers mm. we have washing points i was and going to ask you now that we're getting back to some normality uh does it mean that uh that you've also minimized the risk for your staff members in these Entry point. Yes, the issue of this also came up when some of our staff uh, got uh, uh, became victims of COVID-19. Mm. But I think uh, we did a great job because I expected out of the 700 staff that we have, mm. I expected to have even more than 10. Yes. Uh, so when we find that uh, we have only uh, had four, mm. uh, two from uh, from two from different points. Yes. But uh, I think we have performed so well mm. and the office, I thank the officers, uh, immigration officers, mm. for following the standard operating procedures. Mm. You know, it's not easy to be in such a zone and you only... Uh, I mean, it's a war zone. You, 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 yes, it's a war zone and mm. you go through uh, like that with only those few casualties. As mm. I talk now, mm. I think uh, the last I heard was the three were recovered and there was only one who was remaining. I'm going to cross-check today. Mm. Maybe he also uh, was discharged. Mm. So we have performed so well in that area. Mm. We are operating standard op uh, operating procedures, even at our airport, only that there was a little bit of... Uh, uh, failing at the mm. because people are anxious to pick their their bags mm. to go, uh, but that is something which is going to be corrected. Mm. I have had uh, people talking about corruption and bribery hey, of returning Ugandans. Uh, well, uh, there were some remarks earlier about corruption. Uh, we dealt with them. Okay. Uh, that is not to say that corruption has stopped because it takes for corruption it takes two to tango. Yes. But what we have done is mm. the director and I, and the IGP mm. issued very strong worded circulars warning officers that this is the last time mm. that we can hear of such things like cor cor uh, corruption mm. because we can't entertain corruption at this critical time. Mm. They also plugged off investigations. And as we talk now, I think some officers were identified and they are going through uh, some, some officers from one agency. Mm. But those who complained about corruption in the interior, about immigration, mm. that they were removing people from 
quarantine centers mm. and uh, receiving something but small. I think you're not responsible for that area yes we are not responsible for the quarantine quarantines under the ministry of health mm. and they are the ones who are aware of the security people they use mm. so uh, it was really a misguided missile mm. but uh, I am not saying that there's no corruption in the Ministry of Internal Affairs it is there I but we request the mm. public mm. to always be very cautious and report with the a little bit more evidence yes. than you just talk about it so that we can take action about it. Mm. I think one of the most pronounced was border points which are not really gazetted, those walk-ins. Yes, those walk-ins we worked with the locals. Yeah. But on corruption at those points, you know, we work as a team. Yes. And as a team, we have health, we have immigration, we have police, mm. we have ISO, we have SBS, we have the BISOs, we have local leaders, the LCs. Mm. Now it is up to you to choose who to bribe. But whoever you bribe will not be able to deliver what you want because we are working as a team. Yeah. People must be quarantined mm. and we are doing that. Mm. Yes. All right. Thank you, Jacob. When is the passport office likely to resume full operation? Uh, well, in resuming services, the Ministry of Public Services, uh, Public Service issued a circular uh, allowing government MDAs, ministries, departments and agencies mm. to return to the new normal with okay. at least 30% of services and at least 30% of staff. Okay. What I have discovered is 30% of the services is difficult. Is but difficult what then. is possible is 30% of the staff and maybe 30% of clients. So the Ministry of Internal Affairs mm. is positioning itself to resume those key services that were uh, uh, much sought by the public. Yes. We have people who are seeking passports and we have people who are seeking work permits, dependent passes, certificate of residence, all those. Mm. Good enough. We had prepared for this COVID and uh, all those services are sought online. Okay. For those who are seeking passports, mm. you can continue to apply even now. Even the now. system is open, okay. only that we will allow in a, a, the people to take interviews when we resume Okay. Uh, uh, the services and the ministry is organizing itself and soon the minister will announce for those who are seeking for passports mm. you can visit www.passports.go.ug mm. and apply go to the bank and pay and wait to make an appointment mm. Those who are seeking uh, other immigration facilities, mm. you can go to visas uh, www.visas.immigration.go.ug. This provides services for those seeking work permits, dependent passes, certificate of residence, student passes, uh, special passes, and visas. Mm. However, for students' passes, we shall only deal with them when uh, the, 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 the students get back to school okay. as of now keep the way you are mm. we shall not penalize you for work permits people can apply and when we open they will be able to come mm. and we personalize them for passports we are even able to regulate the number of people coming in and we are also trying to do that for 
immigrants. But you see immigrants, they will think they are in a foreign country. Mm. So we position ourselves to be able, we will position ourselves to be able to serve them uh, expeditiously and ensure they are not uh, staying in the country illegally. We have had people uh, who were in quarantine mm. uh, getting their passports even during hey. COVID. So we were using them to pilot our standard operating procedures and I think they have now matured. About the resuming of services, the yep. Minister of Internal Affairs will announce. Mm. I think the preparations are almost ready mm-hmm. and the announcement will come soon. Okay. Thank you so much, uh, Jacob Seminu, uh, spokesperson, Internal Affairs. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, mm. Max Adi. This brings us to the end of this two-part series conversation on how we are managing our border districts. Special thanks to the Democratic Governance Facility for ensuring that we are having this conversation. Remember, if you missed out on any conversation, please log on to www newvision.co.ug forward slash podcasts you've been listening to the new vision podcast new vision new vision covering